Welcome to Strategies for Turbulent Times with your hosts, Matthew Werner and Dr. Kathy Greenberg, here to help you stare down adversity, adapt, improvise, and overcome the challenges you are facing in your own life. Now, here are Dr. Kathy and Captain Matthew. Welcome to Strategies for Turbulent Times. We're so glad you're back with us today. We are going to have a very unique and compelling program for you, uh, one that is extraordinary. It features one of the world's leading and trusted authorities on trauma treatment. I hope that as you go through the day uh, today, the show today with Matthew and I, that you think about family, friends, loved ones, peers, colleagues who would benefit from some of the concepts and some of the approaches that we're going to discuss today. And we are so blessed to have uh, our sister in arms, uh, Shauna Dox Bringer, with us today. Uh, Matthew, anything you want to say before I introduce Shauna? Welcome to the show, everybody. Um, you know, today, as Kat was saying, we have such a special and unique opportunity to have Dr. Shauna Springer on the show. And just uh, the reason why I'm so really excited to, to do this, there's a couple of reasons and we'll get into them throughout the show. Um, but just for the audience, uh, getting you kind of leaning in here, um, you know, Doc is one of the best-selling authors of three books on trauma and is widely considered to be one of the world's leading experts on psychological trauma, military transition, suicide prevention, and close relationships. You know, one of her most recent books, which is uh, titled Relentless Courage, has been described by Lieutenant uh, Colonel Dave Grossman, retired, highly sought after, or sought after best-selling author as well. Uh, he wrote the books on killing on combat. One of the most important books of our time, he stated, is Dr. Springer's uh, frequently sought after uh, by, by the media for her valuable insights on trauma, moral injury, therapy, close relationships, and psychological well-being. Now, tying those two together, um, you got two of the leading experts, actually three of them here, because I'm sitting right next to this beautiful lady, Dr. Kathy Greenberg. So I'm going to kind of take a back seat with all the the shoulders that I'm standing He's on here. me up for something. Uh, you know, it's Friday, so God knows what the weekend holds. <laughs> but <laughs> but truly, this is a, a great opportunity. And welcome to the show there, Doc Springer. Thank you. Good to be here. So one of the reasons why we were passionate uh, about having you here, Doc, uh, is first of all, you are a co-founder and the chief psychologist for Stella, which is a leading trusted authority on innovative trauma treatments. And you are also the lead psychological advisor for our new organization, Magnus Works, and the leading edge platform known as MagnusWorks.com that we have all been contributing to, to help develop peak performers uh, within the first responder communities. And, and that's our passion collectively. And we're so absolutely thrilled to, to be team members with you on this endeavor. But we have a, a kind of a special situation here, Doc, because you were kind enough 
to find an avenue for Matthew and I to be a part of this amazing Stella Center program. And I, I usually start the show with a little bit of a context for the audience. So I'm, I'm going to go ahead and do that with your permission. Tell us a little bit about who influenced you growing up and how you got to where you are now. And then we'll jump right into our experience real time at your center, the Stella Center. Sure. Okay. Um, well, I had a lot of influences growing up, but I would say that uh, mostly my childhood was very unconventional, um, and it was a lot like an extended form of military boot camp in some ways. Um, I feel like my um, my father read the Great Santini and um, patterned his parenting on that book on Full Meacham. And so, um, you know, it wasn't just him, but both of my parents were really into discipline and service to others and um, getting comfortable with being really uncomfortable. And so I had a number of experiences growing up that really just made warriors and warfighters feel like home to me. And I know you get it, Kat, because you were too. There's a kind of recognition that happens when you... Um, when you feel that someone else who you are and you see kind of what fuels their deepest purpose. And there was just something that made sense to me in supporting and serving this population. And I don't think I would have the insights that I have about trauma for all of us that suffer if I hadn't worked with the fiercest, bravest tribe of our first responders and our veterans. So that's a little bit of background, but yeah, I'd love to talk about Stella, Magnus, you know, all of it. It's, it's all very exciting. I love the the, the statement that you stated um, growing up, being comfortable, being uncomfortable. And, you know, looking at throughout your career and, uh, you know, I'm still kind of <laughs> absorbing this, processing it. But, you know, being a Harvard grad with that mindset and being driven to be a lead psychologist for not only my community, but also other communities that have grown, whether they liked it or not, but they chose the the profession on getting comfortable when uncomfortable. Can you uh, just kind of go more into that? And then also maybe share, you know, a defining moment that made you decide that this is what I want to do. This is who sure. I want to be a part of. Sure. Yeah. Um, so, you know, first, I would say that as a Harvard graduate, I didn't take the path that was the well-being path that, you know, most of my friends went into law school, medical school, investment banking, consulting. So to go into psychology really was the road less traveled in my context. Um, and um, even before that, you know, being in undergraduate, I wasn't a psych major. I was an English major. And I thought I was going to go to law school until I realized that it just wasn't the path for me. And so I, I think that those early challenges that I went through really taught me that you can come back and do something else. You can change your mind. If you work really hard and you get really creative, you can do something entirely different than what you had planned. Um, and so I had two psychology courses in my undergrad. And actually, that worked out really well because 
graduate school it wasn't a repeat of you know other classes I had had or other curriculum that I had learned. But I think you know there were many experiences that helped me see this is what I want to do. None of them happened in a clinical office. All of them happened um, in off-the-grid places where cell phones patchy, um, where other people, outsiders looking in would say, is that a good idea? You know, you with these 23 Marines or um, with these warriors? And I would say, you know, my relationship with them is hard to describe, but if you knew my relationship with them, you would know that being in the woods with these 23 Marines is the safest place I could imagine being because um, we have a trust that um, I'm their doc. I'm not, you know, female or male in this context. I'm their trusted doc. And I had been able to walk with enough of them and those in leadership that I was able to build that trust with that circle. And they've become like my adopted tribe at this point. So I'm definitely not an insider. You know, I'm an outsider. Um, but I think that I have a special purpose to really serve people that have suffered from trauma to include our first responders and such powerful words, and I hope everyone who's listening is, as Matt said, you know, leaning into this conversation. I just want to make a, a couple of things known uh, before we jump into our conversation about our experience uh, today uh, at the Stella Center. First of all, I want to give out the uh, the URL to get there. It is StellaCenter.com. S-T-E-L-L-A center.com. And I would really welcome everyone to go to that site. And you'll see the top says cutting edge care for emotional trauma and mental health challenges, treating your symptoms of PTSD, anxiety, depression, and stress starts with an assessment with Stella's advanced practice providers and right on that site, you can take a symptoms quiz, which I think is so powerful, amazing, and generous. And then it lists some items there that talk about the curriculum and the opportunity for integration sessions, like building your own healing and optimization for growth. Um, and, and part of that is something that Matthew and I are experiencing with your support, uh, Shauna, which is the ketamine infusion sessions and the um, the the ganglia block, which I'm going to let you talk about. You know, as a behavioral scientist um, who's you know walked in the same halls as yourself in a different capacity, it it's amazing to me the kind of experience that we're having. So we're talking to our audience today firsthand coming out of today's uh, two and a half hours of uh, our session and feeling really some great, uh, I want to call it a sense of spirit, sense of uh, emotional uh, control, a sense of being more than we were when we went in. And I don't know how to explain that 
uh, without using the words a powerful experience. So let me turn it over to you and and to Matt for a couple of minutes. Um, and I'll let you guide the way as our, uh, I'll put you in this case, advisor and counselor uh, throughout this show to give our audience a real taste of the experience that you provide. Thank you. I mean, I want to honor, first of all, the courage that it takes to to ask me, can we go on the air and talk about the treatment <laughs> session? We just yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure Matt was real excited about that, but but yeah. he's come along, you know, he's come along. <laughs> but, but Matt, you know, you can verify that I didn't say you have to do it. You know, there's no arm twisting here. It was you guys, you know, coming and saying, can we talk about what happened? Right. Um, and that takes a lot of courage. So I want to definitely honor that for a minute. So, um, so, Doc, just like I say, when I when I'm, you know, giving back when I'm, I'm speaking or, or working with uh, groups, you know, it's funny you said the courage and the true meaning of courage. And this is from FDR. I didn't make this up, but one of my favorite quotes is courage is not the absence of fear. It's the assessment that there's something more important than fear itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the true meaning of it. I do believe so. And uh, I'll add a twist to that. So the word courage comes from the root of the word, like as in heart. It's not the same thing as bravery. Bravery is um, taking a risk uh, that other people aren't usually about something that encompasses a bigger issue. What you're getting at here is courage is about showing what is in your heart. And so... When I say that it takes courage, I use that word very intentionally here because we're talking about, you know, stuff that's maybe not easy to talk about. And not every person who has bravery, which you do, also has courage. Um, so I'm definitely using that word with some intention. Well, I appreciate that, Doc. And just kind of uh, to segue off of Kathy's words about today's session um, for everybody out there, it's it's a... The, to, to use a different process that not too many of, of us have ever been able to go through is that, um, you know, the balance of our spiritual process and psychological process. And I don't want to dwell too much on the spiritual piece because it's not totally about that, but through the psychological process, you do go through the spir- spiritual foundation that you believe in a higher being and it's been a really interesting and uh, life impacting um, just sh- short session today. So I'll, I'll kick it back over to you there, Doc. Yeah, let me talk about what Stella is, just so that your listeners are oriented a little bit to what we do. Um, so Stella is um, an organization that along with a team of people, not just myself, I'm the chief psychologist, but there is a team of uh, innovators that said we want to be responsible innovators meaning that we are going to develop the most effective, most efficient treatments for those who suffer from trauma to include veterans and first responders, but not just veterans and first responders, because trauma is a human issue. Um, And we're going to do it in a way that balances innovation with patient safety. So our medical team pulls in some of the best people in the field to really think through how do we deliver these innovative treatments like ketamine infusions or 
systolic ganglion block or transcranial magnetic stimulation or hyperbaric oxygen. Um, if we're going to use these modalities in combination with skilled therapy, how do we do that in the most responsible way that keeps people safe? And so what you did today was the first of a few sessions that you have scheduled this week for part of our soft protocol. And the soft protocol was by our officer, Dr. Eugene Lipoff, um, to really explore treatment of some of chronic post-traumatic stress injury symptoms, like your fight or flight system specifically being locked on and you can't calm down. Um, but also, uh, if you've ever had any kinds of mild um, or moderate, sometimes even severe uh, brain injuries, it can really help with neuroplasticity. So Stella is really about the innovative biological solutions and what we're all doing together, you, me, and Kat, for Magnus Works, is to me the other half of the picture. It's really about helping people, first responders in this case, develop the insights that they need to really achieve long-term healing. So to me, it's just two parts of the same thing. You put them together, you treat the biological injury, and then you give people the insights they need to heal, and that's, that's why people can heal. Um, so that's a little bit of an orientation to to what Stella is. You know what I want to add here? Some <clears throat> just some random data that I did as you know, as a scientist myself, looking into this before we jumped on board uh, to yeah. get involved and and become, if you will, <laughs> first class noticers <laughs> and engagers in the process, which has been an amazing experience. Is that clinical studies show that ketamine infusion therapy can effectively treat the kind of um, uh, of depression, anxiety, and trauma um, with success rates as high as over 70%. Um, yep. Many patients show a rapid improvement after just the first or second infusion. I'm going to be a testimonial to that today. 35% of patients experience that their depression symptoms are completely resolved um, after the treatment. And 63% of patients with suicidal ideation experience no longer having suicidal thoughts within three days of treatment. So this is really an amazing, proven, effective uh, practice for health conditions that treat anxiety, PTSD, obsessive compulsive disorders, OCD, anxiety, and traumas of a wide variety. Oh my God. Yeah. Matthew has been much calmer today, I have to say. I want to just um, let you kind of process out with us the experience, um, yeah. Shauna. So you, you, you take us on your trip. Yeah. So you, um, you talked about the symptoms quiz that we have on the Stella website. And one of the really neat things about you know, being their chief psychologist is I get to write a lot of the materials and really conceptualize how we need to develop these materials. And so I wrote that symptoms quiz and I started to really think about of all the countless patients, I mean, hundreds and hundreds of patients I've seen, who is doing functional work on why people do the things they do, kind of like a behavioral profiling. So I applied that filter to it and 
what you'll see in the symptoms quiz is really my attempt to really categorize why does one person benefit from one treatment versus the other? So for example, if there's a question about, you know, why do you maybe isolate yourself? Is it because you uh, lack motivation? You don't enjoy things the way that you used to and you or, and or you feel like you're sort of unworthy of belonging to the, the groups that, you know, you are part of? Um, or is it because you don't want to go out because you think you're going to get a panic attack? You know, if you go out um, and so you're sort of bunkering in because anxiety is really fueling that behavior. Um, or, you know, if you had like a, a sudden uh, overwhelming stimulus, is your first reaction that you go completely numb or is your first reaction that you get really angry and rageful, uh, kind of a hair trigger anger. And so really thinking through the different patients that I've served and worked with has helped me create that symptom quiz that gives us intel about what kinds of treatments are going to likely be the best fit for different people. Um, and one of the really nice things about ketamine is that it, it reveals it's a psychedelic medication. The word psychedelic simply means to reveal, delic, the psyche, psyche. So it reveals your inner landscape in this kind of really interesting waking dream that gives you potent clues on where you need to grow, where you're stuck, where you're And it gives you a helpful distance from the intensity of overwhelming emotions so that you can navigate things that you need to walk through rather than avoid in order to heal. And so I've talked to both of you after your session today, and I know that for both of you, you had this experience, maybe you could speak to it for your listeners, of kind of um, feeling a little bit disassociated from your usual um, in your your body, but in a helpful way that helps you get a, a perspective on perspective. Maybe you could kind of speak to this so that the listeners can hear this piece of the treatment a little bit more. Yeah, and the only thing I'm going to say is I apologize to our listeners if you're missing a word fraction here or there, but uh, we are in Chicago for the treatment, and Dr. Springer is in her home in California, and so we are very remote today, and we don't have our normal production team monitoring the process, so we're actually doing this on Zoom, and then we're going to transport it over to the Voice America production team to clean up and, and play for you. So I just want you to recognize that if there's any part of this that you have a question about, please reach out to us at the host site. And we will be happy to answer your questions. But we're going to post uh, Doc Springer's link to the center there so you can go and find all this goodness. Matt, I'm going to let you go first in, in Doc's question. What did you experience today? And by the way, I think we're unique um, in that we did this together, uh, which is a pretty unique way of doing it. Well, I appreciate that, Kat. Um, and before we get into these uh, these answers, and just walking down this path here, uh, we do need to take a break um, just for the audience. And uh, we'll we'll be back with you guys. Uh, strategies for turbulent times. Results will always favor the peak performer. 
MagnusWorks is a cutting-edge mobile app to help you and your team build peak performance across 11 critical well-being domains to go from great to Magnus. MagnusWorks balances individuals with real-time tailor-made check-ins with pulse vibes to increase mental, physical, and emotional well-being. It spans every aspect of your daily life. Get started now. Inspire, educate, impact, and transcend. MagnusWorks.com. That's Magnus, W-O-R-X.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Welcome back to Strategies for Turbulent Times. Have a question for Dr. Cat or Captain Matt? Join us on the show at 888-346-9141. That's 888-346-9141. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Strategies for Turbulent Times. We are having a compelling conversation with one of the world's experts on trauma, Dr. Shauna Springer, a.k.a. Doc. And we're very fortunate to be walking with her through the Stella Center today, having experienced one of the most unique opportunities. And as I said, when we went to to break, uh, when Matt uh, took us off to a commercial, we are a little bit unique in the couples that you have been treating, Shauna. And maybe before we get into my experience, you can just give a little bit of a overview of why we did it as a couple and how critical it is to the experience. Sure. So one of the things that we feel has really been overlooked and we here as the Stella Center team is the ways that partners, wives, spouses, um, they also are influenced and affected by trauma symptoms um, that, you know, trauma's impact isn't just limited to one person. Now, this isn't putting blame on someone. You know, it's just making the point that when, when someone you love suffers, you suffer too. And when someone you love wakes up, you know, every couple hours, your sleep probably isn't great too. And when someone you love has a lot of um, adrenaline in their system or maybe hypervigilant all the time, it impacts your life and your nervous system as well. So one of the things that is very important is to recognize the secondary trauma impact and really treat the couple to give a couple a reset. And so uh, my uh, head of uh, ketamine, the director of ketamine in Chicago, at the Stella Center in Chicago, Dr. Bruce Nadro, said to me a couple weeks ago, we've been doing this really cool thing with couples where we actually treat them together in the same room. We can put the chairs right next to um, each other and they can hold hands. And sometimes they come out of their sessions, never even speaking a word to each other, but having very similar visions or overlapping um, experiences without even saying anything to each other verbally. So I said, yeah, let's, let's definitely do that. Um, and you both are in your own ways. You know, you are warriors that um, also support the warrior tribe. And so I was really excited to be of service to you guys in this way and get you into this treatment and have you go through it together. 
Well, we're, we're immensely grateful. And let me add two other trauma components to this for myself. Anyway, I don't want to speak for Matthew, but as the listeners know, I've shared before in 2021, coming out of the TAC Ops Conference in, uh, I believe I was in DC, I was really alarmed. I found a lump uh, in my right breast. And following that, I immediately went to see my doctor uh, and he sent me for an MRI and a, uh, you know, kind of a, you know, a bunch of ultrasounds. And the person who did these for me, a wonderful woman, Dr. Alicia Daniels, dear friend of mine, uh, did the uh, MRI and took me right in to do the ultrasound. And while she was doing the ultrasound, she said, I want to do a biopsy on you while you're here. And that should have alerted me that something was really radically wrong. But being somebody who's so, you know, hyper optimistic, I figured she was just being safe and taking care of it all at the same time. Well, we were supposed to go out to dinner that night. The bottom line was she said, you know, I think you ought to go home and just rest. You've been through a lot today. And, uh, few days later, I get a message that, yes, it's it's positive. Um, it is uh, a dangerous type of cancer that's growing quickly. I don't want to get into data here and in, in the show because it's not about that. But from there on, it was constant trauma. Uh, I was not a candidate for chemo nor a candidate for radiation. Uh, I had been with Cancer Treatment Centers of America on their board for several years, and I had uh, access to the best in the in the industry. And when you're not a candidate for those treatments, there's only one option, and that's uh, double mastectomy. And I had already lost all the lymph nodes in my right side of my body from a prior cancer scare. And so by 2022, I was not only burnt out, but I was literally taken apart and was mm-hmm. not put back together uh, until January 28th of this year. And so that's a long battle. And I never missed a beat. I think I took maybe 10 days off during this entire process. And and unfortunately, every one of these big surgeries was on Matthew's birthday every year for the last two years. And, you know, it's very hard for somebody who loves you and my daughter and my granddaughter and my son-in-law. And I never really um, grieved. You know, I just kept moving on and moving forward. And then on top of that, in September of 2022, on the 28th, as a matter of fact, uh, barely, you know, a year and a month to the date, uh, we lost our home, uh, our car, uh, two storage units in Sanibel on Ian, having just moved into our home uh, after uh, Matthew retired from uh, the Navy. So it, we have just been living in trauma uh, for a couple of years and that yeah. wears on you. Um, so, so my trauma was different than Matthew's. Yes. I've jumped out of a plane 55 times. I've had surgery on my neck and my spine trying to keep up with these war fighters so that I can help them. Um, I have done some things uh, in defensive tactics and, and red drill, you know, types of, environments that I probably wasn't prepared for. Uh, but again, again, you know, you cannot be a trusted advisor to this community if you don't understand what they're feeling and thinking. So 
at the beginning of the treatment, I have to say, I really started feeling very relaxed. What a wonderful team you have at the Stella Center. I want to give a shout out. <laughs> and this is not the, just for your listeners, not the beginning of the cancer treatment. We're no. talking about the beginning of the, the Stella Center. Yeah. The healing, the healing came from, you know, when you describe that cat, it's like, I get this image of somebody in the ocean and they get hit and they get knocked under the water and then they, they try to come up and get that breath and then Hurricane Ian, you know, rolls in and like knocks you under again. It's just like this total tsunami of trauma. And I knew about those traumas that you went through, but I didn't want to force a disclosure. So I didn't know if you had talked about, you know, the cancer on your, your podcast or, you know, losing your home, but absolutely. So we're not just talking about the secondary trauma that also is a real thing when you love somebody who suffers from trauma, but you like many people have had your own massive traumas. And one of the big messages here that I know we share is that trauma is not just for people who go to war. And although our warfighters often sustain massive traumas, um, there are many different forms of trauma. And Matt would be the first to say that um, having you go through that and being helpless, like in some ways for someone wired like you, Matt, watching the woman you love go through that um, is a peculiar form of suffering. That, you know, is a form of trauma. So I just want to kind of acknowledge that um, we're talking about very legitimate different forms of trauma that you've both been through. Absolutely. And I appreciate, Kat, you sharing that and you, Doc, um, explaining that to the audience because, um, you know, when we focus on trauma, it's uh, we think about, you know, just our, our brains go towards the worst vision that we have. And trauma can be all different colors. It can be all different phases. And the reality is, is that each one of us have different types of trauma. Um, you know, the sensitivity of the brain. One thing that we do not get a whole lot of training on or education on is the sensitivity of the brain. Because, you know, you go out there for God and country, you go out there to be your the best teammate that you can be. Um, and you're out there exposing yourself to the elements around the globe, whether it's, you know, physical, physiological or psychological. Um, and then, you know, as that uh, that warfighter, you want to take care of your family, grow your family. You want to be the best that you can be for your family. But you, we don't have the education nor the testing on our brains of the impacts and exposures. And I, I think that that's what we're absolutely actually I know that's what we're absolutely here uh, to share with the audience on what we've learned, but also to help the next generations get through all of the trauma they're going to go through. And this is not a, you know, well, your trauma is worse than mine, or, you know, you have this medal and I don't have this medal. There's none of that in this business as far as the three of us. And that's what I love about you, Doc. Um, but getting into, you know, the brain on, you know, coming through this process, uh, myself personally, um, one, I think it's, uh, I'm just super thrilled. Um, and I know you can't tell it in my voice, but in my heart, I am, you know, to be able to go through this opportunity with a lady that I love and I've been through a lot of, uh, what she's experienced. And I thank God that I'm here to be able to be there. Um, 
some of our inner circle call it Operation Save a Doc. It's my biggest mission to this date, which I, I I take pride in that. I mean, it sounds like a joke a little bit because we laugh about it, but you know, I'm glad I'm here to be able to take care of her, and I'm absolutely um, kind of thrown back that we have this opportunity to go through this whole, um, you know, the Stella experience as we'll call it. Um, but, uh, you know, getting into it just a little bit more for, from the operation operator side, uh, for you guys that are out there and I, I'm just going to share this straight up. Um, cause there's a lot of us out there, you know, I spent 25 years there, 20 years in NSW, uh, you know, 10 years at the tip of the spear, um, and being a senior leader, it's, uh, a lot of us are in control of our brain. We're fixers and doers. And as long as, you know, the train ain't upside down, we'll keep that train on its tracks. Um, and the reality is, is that everybody that's on that train, i.e. our families, they're rocking and rolling just like we are, even though that we're the fixers and doers trying to make everything okay. Um, but as we get older, um, you know, that that shiny car like Lightning McQueen can get turned into Mater in a heartbeat. And as we all know, life throws fastballs at us, and we don't know when that fastball is going to come. Uh, so going through these processes of understanding emotional intelligence, but also taking a step back finally, um, and I highly recommend to the listeners out there, take a deep breath, sit back, think about what's being said on this podcast, but also look and reach out for a coach like Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Dr. Shauna Springer and, you know, these experts um, and reach out to me too, because I'll, I'll connect you with those um, special individuals, but being in control of our own brains, sometimes we don't like to go through special experiences like what Stella provides. And uh, after we get done with this next break, I'm going to describe a little bit more about the experience that I've had with Dr. Shauna Springer and her special team at Stella. We'll be right back. You're listening to strategies for turbulent times. How can you be brilliant in the moment, given the daily challenges you face at work and home? How can you enhance your strengths and limit your weaknesses? Dr. Greenberg and Dr. Nadler's mission is to help people be the best version of themselves at work and at home with simple, trusted, evidence-based tips and tools. They have combined forces, applying the powerful science of emotional and social intelligence with the latest in e-learning and AI technology to bring you the Emotional Brilliance Academy. Through the leading Emotional Brilliance Academy programs, they help everyday leaders like you balance your emotions to better connect with people, enhance top performance, lead your teams and your organization. The Emotional Brilliance Academy gives you a common sense approach to enhance your effectiveness and happiness both on and off the job. Sign up for the program, enhance your skills, and be your best self. For a free trial, go to freetrial.emotionalbrilliance.com. That's freetrial.emotionalbrilliance.com. EBA is powered by Fearless Leaders Group, the H2C Leadership Foundation, and True North Leadership. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Welcome back to Strategies for Turbulent Times. Have a question for Dr. Cat or Captain Matt? 
Join us on the show at 888-346-9141. That's 888-346-9141. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Strategies for Turbulent Times. Um, We're here with our special guest, Dr. Shauna Springer. Um, and as we've been dis- discussing as far as a little bit about the brain, how the brain is working, but not too many details, but more importantly, we're, we're talking about how, um, whether you're warriors, whether you're civilians, whether you're just period human on trauma, the impact of trauma um, on each one of us as we go through life. And this special uh, center called Stellis, this, the Stellar Center um, is providing and has a very unique approach using um ketamine as well as a sgb um, which is this stellate ganglion block procedure so i won't go too much into detail because we don't have that much time but uh, before we went to break um we were talking about um you know having our families in that train or having us the families in the in the uh car with us as we're on that racetrack taking left-hand turns. Um, so I just want to get a little bit more into why I decided to come to this uh, special center to, to assist with this procedure. Um, really interesting, fun fact, just like the rest of our lives, um, we really don't have a whole lot of time to kind of warm up, see who we're talking about, see what we're doing. Uh, and just recently, um, I spoke with Dr. Shauna Springer over the phone as uh, her her uh, specialized team has put this uh, procedure together. So her and I connected over the phone with uh, with Kat here, um, gained the trust real quick. And in just fact, last week, I met her for the first time in person. And I tell you, the stuff I've learned in such a short period of time about her, how special this doctor is um, and has, like she talks about, you know, she's a part of the tribe. She's looking at it from the outside in, vice the inside out, which, you know, we eat our own from the inside out. So um, just that special vision, but also just to take it to a whole nother level to support us and give us the best support um, to how we are processing, we're transitioning, and we're going through our lives at a high rate of speed. Now, so I met her for the first time just last week. Great, great, uh, you know, meeting that we had. And then did a lot of research on what these procedures are, uh, obviously the safety, but also the history of them. Uh, did some talking with my boys from the command um, and from the community, both green and blue, um, and uh, just started getting some of the history. And now all of a sudden I'm here. So I'm just going to share with you real quick because we don't have a whole lot of time left. But uh, I started getting into, you know, a lot of us that, especially at a tier one level, we are fixers and doers. Um, we're not control freaks, but yet how our brains have been, uh, how we've been trained to operate unbeknownst to us for all you guys listening out there, um, you know, how our brains operate or operate our molecular structure, which I've learned in such a short period of time has drastically changed to what a normal human process is like. And so what, what I'm getting to there, you might be asking, how we communicate with the ones that we love, how we, um, and it's not necessarily a trigger, but just how we're quick to have answers and quick to make decisions because that's what our responsibilities were. And of course we've had some of the 
most unique experiences that sometimes they come out with the ugliest outcome. So immediately goes to safety and our bodies are saying, you know, what? I saved you here, dude. So you don't need to go to your prefrontal cortex and have a decision-making conversation. You're just going to make that decision. The reality is that's how we communicate with our loved ones. What I've learned uh, over the short period of time. And uh, it's, it's such a special procedure just going through it in a, uh, a day so far. Uh, it's funny. I was just talking with Shauna earlier and uh, her experts at the center earlier today. And when they're asking me, like, how did I feel? I was like, you know, it's basically, I mean, as, as cheesy as it is, it's like is the way I felt was that it's it's like a, a caramel coating, my my apple, my brain. So sitting through the process in a very, very safe and, and comfortable um, position with the best team that you could ever imagine coming into something like this, especially when you're going to go through a psychological type of procedure. Um, just definitely tier one, top of the top of the um, uh, situation that it could be in. But the way I described it was that like it's like a like caramel just kind of being coating over the apple. So my brain felt very comfortable. I wasn't racing all over the place. And then throughout the procedure, all these broken broken shells throughout my career, throughout my life, started coming to my vision as I'm sitting there with my eyes closed. And when I say safety, I'm going to continue to continue to say safety throughout this whole procedure because there's not once that I felt like I was out of control or I didn't have control over my own thoughts. Um, <clears throat> it's not one time that I felt like I was out of this world totally. Um, so like some of these procedures, I won't mention them cause I don't want to badmouth them or get into any, you know, legal battles or pissing contests, but you know, this is, I did not feel like I was out of control as far as my safety was at risk. And one of the coolest parts about this procedure that doc has, uh, um, installed recently um is going through it with your loved one and you're holding hands the whole time and some of that thought process even though all these you know broken pieces of myself my life my decisions my family you know as i'm seeing how all that stuff has been affected i'm also sitting there holding my hand of my wife and i'll end that piece with what we found out at the end of this whole process is that she was seeing the same visions that I seen. So I think that that was super cool. Um, but for all of you that are kind of second questioning it, I'm just going to go down there and I'm just going to tow the, you know, tow the rope and just continue to hoe the road. Um, because you know what, this is what works, but yet you know that, you know, your life, your brain, your physical, physiological, mental well being, and just as important, your loved ones are in that car or that train being shaky nonstop, I definitely highly recommend this procedure. Well, let me, Doc, before you jump in here, let me just say something, because I know you also want to give a shout out to our our friend and brother, uh, Dave Grossman. But I think I want to be real clear here that, you know, Matthew and I have only been together for a very short time. And I am his loved one now, and I'm happy and honored to go through this process with him for my own reasons and to support him uh, in this kind of, you know, (laughs) 
I think it's the the Japanese word says it best, uh, which is the kintsugi. You know, he called it the caramel going over the apple. To me, it's the gold that is being imbued on the cracks of this beautiful vessel that's being glued back together. So when we think um, about, you know, my experience, Shauna, and we we want to give a shout out here to our our friend Dave Grossman. Yes. Um, tell me how powerful his words were as a reflection to this experience. You know, at the beginning of my treatment at the Stella Center, as we started some way back <laughs> at the beginning of the show, um, I started to feel really relaxed mentally and physically. And as the treatment progressed, I felt increasingly light, a little bit faint, but I knew I was in control. I had a black mask on and I had, uh, which is very comfortable, by the way, and some earphones on for noise canceling. I could hear some beautiful flute music, um, which was fascinating. And while I felt a little bit faint, it wasn't as though I was, again, out of control. I could open one eye. And even though I saw darkness, I knew that I could hear and see if I wanted to. And then I easily just, you know, sunk back into this almost slight separation between myself and my body. And you and I would call that disassociation. And that's one of the effects of ketamine. So for those of you who don't know those silly words that we use in professional language, it's a component of consciousness where your thoughts, your feelings, and your bodily sensations and your perceptions are all organized in a different way. So I know it's me, but they're outside of me. And so I could make the choice what I wanted to focus on and what I focused on and what I felt was an intense amount of love and peace. Um, and I generally tolerated the sensations very, very well. And my experience was very spiritual, was very pleasurable. And it, it really enhanced my creativity and my insight. I just wanted to fly around the world and, and bring peace mm -hmm. Um, especially right now, you know, where, where we're suffering and where we need peace. So there was no feeling that I was out of control. Um, I could focus on whatever I wanted. Now I have four more days left, so I may, you know, shift my focus and intention to other experiences that I want to go deeper in. But this was absolutely one of the most immense reliefs I have ever felt. It was like a blanket that had, you know, been lifted off of me um, in a very light and airy way and was allowed to breathe. It was like you just, you could just breathe easily. And, and that blanket, while it wasn't necessarily heavy and, uh, you know, oppressive, it was somehow wrapped around me a little bit too tight and it yeah. was an amazing yeah. feeling. So I'd love to hear what Dave says about all this. Well, um, you know, Dave Grossman, he, he wrote the most amazing forward I've ever written in a book. Like I've ever, let me take that again, cut that out. <laughs> let, me, let me take two. Um, 
Well, Dave Grossman really wrote the most amazing foreword that I've ever read in a book um, and did the honor of writing the board for my most recent book with Michael Segru, Relentless Courage. And it's just brilliant, this board that he writes, because, you know, it really involves the work that the three of us are going to be doing with Magnus Works. I mean, Dave's point here is that the murder rate underrepresents the level of violence in our society because medical technology is saving more lives. So he talks about how the astounding medical technology is holding down the body count and saving lives, but also really masking just how violent and destructive our nation has become. And what I really love about this is that, you know, he, he draws from this to really build the kind of compassion that I really want people to feel for first responders. And I, I'd love to read just a few lines of his brilliant forward. He says, our first responders are out there in these violent times and the great paradox is that their amazing life-saving skills are saving the lives of vast numbers of our citizens and thereby reducing the murder rate. These responders are immersed. Indeed, they are virtually marinated in this toxic realm, doing their jobs, saving lives 24-7, 365 every day in every city and every corner of our civilization. And the great paradox, the great irony, is that the reduction in murder that they achieve makes us undermeasure and underappreciate the magnitude of the problem and the enormity of the trauma they endure daily. And then the other thing about Dave is that it's wonderful when another author, especially one that I respect so much, really recognizes kind of the core nature of the book that we've written. And what he talks about is that, you know, there's this, this book is a call for us to recognize that we have missed the need to treat the biological injury that comes with post-traumatic stress disorder, um, to, to treat this as an injury, not as a disorder. We need to look at treating the biological systems that create injuries to people's nervous systems. And this is going to change the entire equation when first responders are working on the street. And then the work that we're doing at Magnus Works to really build insights around how do you recover when you've been morally injured? when there's survivor guilt, when you have grief that you've never addressed. And we're not just talking about, you know, grief from losing people. To your point earlier, there's a grief from having a very serious um, and life-threatening medical concern or losing the home you are about to move into. That requires us to grieve as well. So I just really want to say that I appreciate so much and respect uh, Dave's contributions, massive contributions, to how we care for first responders and warriors. And, and really that he was one of those cultural luminaries for me that I looked and said, now that is something different. You read a lot of books where it's like, uh, it's like the same wine in a new bottle. And I've read this before, or I've seen this movie before. When I read Dave Grossman's books, I thought this is some new insight. And so I have the respect for him that he really, um, he unmasked a lot of things that people need to see. So I just want to give a shout out to him. I'm very grateful for his support of my work in this recent book, Relentless Courage, and for the work that we're all going to be doing um, with Magnus Works as well. Well, you know, we're kind of coming up here to the end of our show today, uh, Shauna. It's been an amazing opportunity to spend time with you, to be immersed in your process this week with Matthew and uh, to learn so much about how this process works to help our audience 
and those we love, uh, our war fighters, first responders, and those getting between good and evil every day. Uh, yeah, Dave is a great guy, and we're going to be having him uh, on a show in the very near future. I want to uh, close with this set statement, and it's something I find very powerful. And then I'll let Matthew have the last word here. But fear is a funny thing some of the time. Most of the time, it brings out the very worst in people, panic, hate, and selfishness. But sometimes fear also brings out our very best, our love, loyalty, care, and kindness, support, generosity, and appreciation. And for a certain few among us, fear brings out something very different, their human choice to be truly heroic, to stand steady and face that evil, to hold on to each other, to find a way to hold on to hope as a rebellion and to lean on each other like family, to cope and run into the fear. Uh, I thank all the war fighters, first responders out there who come to our aid every day I thank Matthew for his service and you for yours, Shauna, uh, from the top and bottom of my heart. Matthew, I'll give you the last word. God bless everybody out there. And I hope that this was uh, impactful to you. Um, you know, highly recommend as, uh, as you well know it. I mean, we got the best of the best and uh, definitely if you haven't jumped on the team of Doc Springer, Doc Greenberg, Colonel Grossman and myself and the other experts out there that are out here truly wanting to give back uh, now that we have the opportunity, the education, the wisdom and the experiences. Um, please reach out. Please uh, reach out to somebody that you know and you love. And uh, the, one of the last things I do want to say, if you don't know one, I'm going to go back to the Stella Center that Doc Springer is a co-founder of. And uh stellacenter.com stellacenter.com but uh yes doc thank you so much for being on the show and i can't i'm actually excited to be on another show with you um this was kind of uh shotgunned um but definitely i'm glad that we had the opportunity to get you on here and and uh share with the audience your wisdom yeah well i'm excited to see how the treatment unfolds for you both uh throughout the rest of the week super well this is part one of a multi-episode program on the stellacenter.com and Doc Springer's work on trauma treatment. So come back. We have lots more. We look forward to hearing from you. And you know, we love you. We tell you that every week. We can't tell you enough. So take care. Be safe till we meet again. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Strategies for Turbulent Times. We hope Dr. Kat and Captain Matt were able to help you create a plan or simply steer clear of the unknown with ways to overcome challenges in your own life. Until next time, be brilliant and stay fearless. Fearless.